Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is 2 Corinthians 13. Sin is serious. Now, I hope to the listeners of this podcast, that's not too controversial of a thing to say. But let's try this. Sin is so serious that in some circumstances, it should cause us to question and examine whether salvation is really there. What do you think about that? Well, Let me show you why I think it's valid from 2 Corinthians 13. 2 Corinthians 12, there were some things at the end that we didn't touch on as much in our reading from that passage, but Paul is warning them about some sin that he knows of in the congregation and is urging people to repent. He talks about quarreling, jealousy, anger, hostility, slander, gossip, conceit and disorder. And he wants them to repent of these things. And now he is warning them in the beginning of chapter 13, this is the third time I am coming to you. Every charge must be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. Uh, And there he's making clear that he will be fair in the examination of these things, but that they are serious. And here, as he has been defending himself, he now kind of turns the tables on them saying, hey, I am coming and I am an apostle and we are going to deal with sin when I get there. And you will see the power uh, present uh, really of the office of an apostle and of, of Christ through me in dealing with sin. And he goes on to basically say, hey, instead of questioning my credentials as an apostle, you should be examining your own salvation. Wow, that is a strong statement. Verse 5, he says, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Or do you not realize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you fail to meet the test? This is something Paul says very clearly, but I am concerned that some pastors and some congregations are kind of allergic to statements like this today. Whoa, we can't, we can't be questioning anybody's salvation here, can we? Well, Paul just told them to examine themselves. Paul just told them to test whether or not their faith is legit or not. So I think we should still do that today. But again, what is the cause? And here's what I want us to hone in on. What, why does he say that? It's because of the presence of some clear sin. That is why he says it. He is talking again about their quarreling, jealousy, anger, hostility, slander, gossip, conceit, and disorder. Those things are causing him to say, you need to test yourselves. And we need to understand the seriousness of sin and we need to have really a right uh, doctrine of salvation. We see clearly throughout scripture that salvation should bring a change in direction in your life. As my old pastor used to say, you will not become sinless, but you will sin less. And when we 
do sin, we should be quicker as Christians to acknowledge that, to repent of that, to confess that, and to move on from that. So when we see ongoing patterns of sin, especially of unrepentant sin in our lives or in our churches, we should ask questions about what's really even going on here. Are we really following Christ or not? And if you don't believe me, I would beg you, please read the Bible. Please read the Bible and note passages like this. Note the book of 1 John, which talks about how no one who knows him and has been saved, basically, makes a practice of sinning and keeps on sinning. Note what Jesus taught. Note what it says in James that faith without works is dead. Remember how Jesus said there will be many that say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, didn't we do this? And didn't we do that? And he will say, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. So if you are reading this today, I would encourage you, right? Test yourselves, examine yourselves to see whether or not you are in the faith. And I want to encourage you that if you are a Christian, you've got nothing to fear in doing that. It will only affirm your salvation and strengthen your faith. Now, I know what some people might think, but but, but what about those people that struggle with assurance? And trust me when I tell you, I, I am sensitive towards those people because at points in my life, I have been one of those people. So I know what it is, I think, to be saved, but to struggle with the assurance of whether or not you are saved. And here's one thing, again, I want you to note about this passage. We're we're talking about clear and ongoing patterns of sin here. And so if you are one of those people that maybe you're almost hyperventilating, hearing me say what I'm saying about this passage and other pastors just being like, well, I don't know. I, I already don't know if I'm saved. Maybe, maybe you're really convincing me that I'm not saved. One question I would ask you is, are you seeing clear patterns of unrepentant sin to uh, make you think that maybe I'm not really following Christ because there is clearly quarreling or anger or gossip and disorder just perpetually at work in my life? Is that what's causing you to doubt? Because that is the context of what Paul is bringing up here. And many people, I think, that are saved, that struggle with assurance, that they will uh, struggle with thoughts like, well, I mean, I could read my Bible more, and, and I don't know if I pray enough, and and I don't know if I'm sorrowful enough for sin. And to me, that that's not what Paul is talking about here. That presents some different dangers, and frankly, sometimes I don't, I don't think some of you who might be doubting in that way are thinking enough about Christ and trusting actively in Him. You, you are saved because of His righteousness. You are saved because of what He has done for you, not because you have done enough. I often say in these kind of situations, enough is a very dangerous word because you can't do enough. You will never do enough. There's only person that has done enough, and that's Jesus, and that's the whole point of Christianity. He has done enough and your trust needs to be in him. So if you're looking for, hey, am I doing enough? That's a flawed way to think about it. So that would be the overreaction. But what this passage says is if we see these these clear sins and they're not being dealt with and they're being persisted in, it is right to say, test yourself to see whether or not you are in the faith. That's a fair statement from the apostle Paul. 
And so it's something I would encourage you to think through, especially if you're convicted about some clear patterns of sin. And again, one thing I'll say from time to time is, is I, as a pastor, struggle with the challenge that even doing this podcast or preaching each Sunday at church, there are probably some people in the room that think they are saved and are not, and that there are some people in the room who are saved but struggle to believe that they are. How do I minister to both people? It's not by one day coming down really hard and trying to make people doubt, and then the other day to kind of balance that out, really trying to be reassuring. No, what I want to do is point people to the Bible, point people to the biblical text, because the more you understand biblical answers to questions like, what is a Christian? What is a true follower of Christ that will go to heaven? How does somebody become a Christian and how can somebody know that they are a Christian? The more you get biblical answers to that, to those questions, you can arrive at biblically driven and biblically rooted assurance. That's what you want. Your assurance needs to be deeper than the word of your pastor or the word of somebody else. Your assurance ultimately is grounded on your faith in Christ but also a biblical understanding of that and salvation and how it works will lead you to greater levels of assurance. And so if you are listening to this and you don't have assurance, I would exhort you to dig into the scriptures. And again, a great book to read for that, we won't be there for another few months, is the book of 1 John. You should read the book of 1 John and see what it says. And Examine your own life through that lens. And oftentimes we need to let go of just maybe our own story or in our own feelings and not let our own experience interpret scripture, but to let scripture interpret our experience. And so I hope I've done enough to convince some of you that yes, the, the presence of ongoing sin is a reason to say, mm, are, are we really legit in following Christ? Are we passing the test? of Jesus Christ being in us. And and I hope hopefully I've warned you of some of the excesses of ways we can start to make that test about more about us in a way that might take our eyes off of Christ. But I hope you see a biblical understanding even of the seriousness of sin and how true salvation and regeneration should alter our trajectory when it comes to sin in our lives. And so examine yourself, test yourself. And I hope that as you do that, even today, you will experience the joy of blessed assurance and faith in Christ. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.